it's, this is not something for you to debate. Go and meet, go and debate with Francis Ford Coppola. He's the one that made the, and he's in film. He's the one that made the point. He said, look, the, the audio, the audio, that's, that's about 60 to 70% of the cinematic experience. So that, that is that, is that, is that burning passion for me? That's where my passion comes from. That that story is told in a way that people would listen and buy into it. Hi, and welcome to the Everything VoiceOver podcast. I'm T-Code, an African voiceover talent from Nigeria, and this is my podcast, where I take on voiceover topics from an African perspective. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Okay, so this is this is the context, this is the setting. Namdiwa asked me to do area, to do to be, you know, to voice act on area. Says, please, it needs to be visceral. So, okay, fine, no problem. Um, I don't have money for voice, for voiceover as well, voiceover artists. Say, no problem. So, I'm going to voice one of the, I'm going to have to voice as well. I said, sure, no problem. Do you know how to voice? I can try. Okay. And I directed him. I didn't produce him, I directed him. Okay. Then, you directed, he yeah. voiced on that project and oh, you directed man. him. Robert, my husband, he possessed my evil spirit. Wow, that was an MD. That was an MD, yeah. Wow. So he was doing the he, wait, he was doing the he, animation. He was doing the voiceover as well. Yes. For it was so the you, for, I couldn't do the voiceover for the females, but he did the he did the he, he had the, his voice is oh, so, so it was just the both of you as the voiceovers on that project and yeah. Yeah. For the first set of projects anyway. Wow, that's interesting. Then, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, um, okay, okay, okay. Now let's talk about um, some of the biggest projects that you've done. While I was reading your profile, on your profile, it has it that you did a project that has you're part of a project that is a four-time Oscar-winning animation. Oh, that's the oh, Adman no, 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 Adman animation. Let me correct that. Okay. Batman Animation were already a four-time four Oscar-winning com animation company. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's an animation company. Ah, uh, see. If I had one, mm. even half of that, you know, it is, it is my representative that you'll be speaking with though, before you reach me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Your greeting with doing press up. You guess. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Ahmad Adman Animation is not Nigerian, and you were working with them. I, I know you've also worked with a couple of others too. So, uh, you, I'd like you to tell me about your your voiceover journey outside the shores of Nigeria and Africa. How would you describe it? Um, getting those jobs. What was that process like? your international projects that you've worked on and what that experience was like for you okay so um let me just clarify a few things so that you know to just to give the right context yes um the thing that what Adman did was called uh, it, it was csr corporate social responsibility um there was a, there's an ngo called um project everyone which was focused on encouraging people to encouraging people especially young ladies with um, with stem towards um, 
working with the United Nations um, uh, Development Goals, yeah? And um, SDGs, yes, the SDG goal, SDGs, those goals. And so they did the animation and brilliant storytelling, um, brilliant storytelling. And um, they, they had it done in the local languages for different countries. As in like from Japan, Brazil, France, they had, they had it for different countries, in local languages. And there was, I was then approached by, by someone from Project Everyone who, well, this, this is the gist though. Now, my impression is that uh, the person who contacted me, Stephanie Mason, um, she and her team uh, probably realized that if I go to do, it, it's, it's called ADR, the technical term is ADR, which is um, uh, additional dialogue recording. Yeah, replacement. automated dialogue response or replacement, so rather. Re yeah. Yes. yes. And yeah. It's not something, it's very, it is actually pretty technical. It's actually very technical. Mm. You can only do it if you, you need a voice director to make sure it's sharp. A producer can get it, a producer can get it, can do it. But to, like sharp, like sharp, you need a voice director. And uh, my impression uh, is that they didn't want to move forward because they couldn't confirm that there was a voice director available. And uh, one of my friends, Jennifer Ochindu, who runs Susty Vibes. Uh, Jennifer, thank you. If, you. if you hear this, thank you. God bless you. She remembered that I'm a voice director. So she put my name forward. Hmm. So these people reached out to me from the blues, as like from nowhere, and said, hi, um, we would like to do this production so and that. And I, I read the email. I saw it in my mind. I was like, "Is this people? Are these people for online?" Let's see. <laughs> so I, I then read. No, bro, for real now. I then read it. It was from Stephanie Mason. She was the first person to contact me. Mm. And, uh, I read it, and I was like, "This is a simple. It's not a problem now. This is not. This is not a project. This is. Mm. I can do this. I can get this done." What are they done in uh, Nigerian English? In general, in Nigerian local languages. So I then suggested, you know, Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba, Pidgin English, and English. Now the hmm. the thing was that when I when it was, I had to, we had to go through a whole casting. I then explained the process that would be involved, not just with the voice acting, but what will happen yeah. afterwards. You know, that see, have you had to work with an Excel sheet yet? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. All right. That's just the warm up. That's, that's just wow. the warm up you get. So we did the casting for all, for as in Nigerian English, Pidgin English, Hausa, Igbo, Yoruba. The Pidgin English was rejected. And I understand why. Hmm. Why? The thing is that you may not be aware of it, but Pidgin English in Nigeria has accents. Pidgin English in West Africa hmm. has accents. Yeah. Yeah, different types of pidgin English. You understand? You can hear lem, chop, 
chocolate, take down, shoe, all of these things mean eat. But you can't mm -hmm. see all of them at once. So that Potakot people, people in Wari, people in Benin, people in Lagos, people that will understand. Okay, because it's there's no how it's it, it's going to sound foreign in somebody's ear. Yeah, it's not going to sound local in somebody's ear. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know we so we settled on Nigerian English Hausa Igbo and Yoruba. Then I, we had to I had to oversee the translations, translations then back translations. Now this is the funny thing, eh? Yeah. When I did this project, mm -hmm. if I'll tell you two funny things about it. When I did this project, the first thing now, I what, did... What year was this? It was, I believe this was um, 2019 or 2018. 2019, okay. So okay. this is the funny thing. The first thing I did was look at my competition. Hmm. So I, I checked out the Japanese version. And like I said with my full chest, I smoked them, man. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I smoked so fast. Wow. Dusted them. Dusted them. Anybody who can challenge me about it, I say, listen to the Japanese version, listen to the Nigerian versions. Then, mm. then you know, then you can say your mind. Okay. No shame, oh. No shame, I think. <laughs> Apologies with Visa or Credit Mastercard. Don't. <laughs> mm. So yeah, so um, so that was the first funny thing. I looked at the Japanese. I then said, okay, no, this is the standard I have to beat, and mm. I beat it very, I beat it very easily, because for all the for 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 the voice actors, they actually the, the one of them, two of them are voice overs that I had to bring into voice acting. Um, mm. But one of the things I explained to people about the difference between voiceover and voice acting is stamina. Mm. Voiceover, you can be done. You know what it's like now. They say the only time you are done, yeah. the only time you have to go back to what you have done is because of revision. Mm. You have no idea what it's like to go back to what you have done, to continue In another script. Mm. And, and voice acting do, it's something you'll be doing over the course of like three months oh. mm. now, can't, it's not, you understand you understand mm. so um yeah it's, it's it's a marathon voice acting is a marathon it's not a sprint it's not a sprint so that's the first funny thing the second funny thing mm. was that i didn't know art man was the one were well, the ones who produced it who are the ones who animated it? I had no idea. Mm. Like none. It was much, much later I got really something scratched me. As in, you know, as we say, it's a scratch, there was a scratch. <laughs> yeah. So I sat down and I decided to do I went deep diving, you know, to study the history behind um, behind the animated series. And lo and behold, I saw Ardman. I'm like, wait, Ardman, aren't they Walter and Gromit, Wallace and Gromit? I then went on Wikipedia and confirmed, oh, wow, these people have won four voice, four Oscar awards. Oscar awards. So, wow. Wow. Okay. In interesting story there, Remy. Interesting story. And I would have loved us to even talk or touch of, uh, a little one or two, because I, I know you've done uh, a voice job for 
was it a video game or just an animation? There was one I remember you referencing where you, you did a Scottish accent, if I am not mistaken. You know, I would have loved us to touch on that. I didn't oh, talk about... Oh, oh. Yeah, you remember. That's, that's it. Scottish accents, Scottish accents for me, and they're pretty easy, you know. They're not really a challenge at all. They're not a challenge at all. The uh, thing is that I spent a lot of time with somebody Scottish, you know. So between the time that he and I were speaking, I so okay, yeah, that's how it works, yeah. I mean, I used to think that all Scottish people sound like Sean Connery, but he he corrected me on that. Mm. No, but the, the thing, the thing, the, what I was talking about was actually my work as a as French villains. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I see now. I've not done a Scottish villain yet, but French villains, yeah. Yeah, it's, it still surprises me today too. Cause I'm like, why did they like the French like this? Man, somebody give me something challenging, you know. But yeah, I'm grateful for the work. I'm grateful for the faith and the confidence in my my ability. We really kind of exhaust everything, and um, definitely we'll we'll have another time on this podcast when we'll talk about voice directing itself. But today it seems like uh, we're just doing a background of who Remy is and. Uh, how far you've come in the industry, especially the animation and voiceover industry, you know, put together. The last thing I, I want you to talk about is that project that, you know, brought, uh, I think that was, was it an audiobook project that had um, the largest gathering of voice talents on one project? Yes, Naomi Lucas. She, oh, yeah much earlier um about an animated there was some animation she wanted to produce i saw the story a bit of the storyboards i saw it had promise but unfortunately she couldn't get the the finance the finance for it financing for it so some years later uh, she reached out to me to um to do a, a series called world's largest uh, sorry what was going to get yeah it was called uh, i am a graduate now what that was in 2000 yeah mm. um, she she is i maintain she is a very brilliant person very brilliant person she wrote a book i was supposed to guide people who are either about to enter university or being or in university or just finished graduating are looking for jobs or people who are actually just getting jobs like that range she had prepared this document, she had prepared this book to explain to them how they should comport themselves, how they should orient themselves in terms of soft skills. So that it's not just a case of being able to know how to find a job, but to actually find a job and be and be and be comported, comport yourself well enough for them to have the confidence to hire you. And not just because they're hiring you, but you having the competence to comport yourself while you're doing the job so they will retain you. And you can you get promotion, get promotions and things like that. To essentially just have a career. And um, she she had this brilliant idea of uh, having different people who have proven competence in the certain in the subject matters of certain chapters to read them because apparently she was writing with people in mind now um everybody on this project except two people 
which was Mazino Appeal and Osti um, Ukeje. Everybody else had no experience um, in delivering their voices in voice acting or narrate. In voice acting, nobody. nobody wow. Nobody. Nobody. Are you saying? Are you saying this? This? Are you saying they were not? You know, it's one thing to have experience in voiceovers, but not voice acting. You're saying these people no, don't see, have they experience. They were not even voiceovers. Wow. Not even voiceovers. As in, I wow. remember Jody, who is such a beautiful person. My goodness, Jody. Jody was my first education as to how easy it is for people who sing to enter voice acting. Because hmm. the work right. tones of quality, they can key into what it is. So let me know over let me know over technicalize the conversation. <laughs> so yeah. Um, it was it was forty it was about forty seven people that I had to hmm. walk through in terms of giving in a delivery that with a natural feel for the audiobook series. Wow. And, wow. Um, I'm so, um, I was tell everybody, including you, Mohammed, Mijindadi, all of you, I am so very proud of you and what you guys did. <laughs> I am Shout so out proud to everyone of in that project. Um, do you remember, you know this ventriloquist that, um, that has a dog, ventriloquist, a puppeteer who does the voice for a dog? Oh, Barry, nah, I, I don't know. Barry, Barry Yusufu, yes. Nah, I don't know. That, that he, he, no, he made me, he, he was a medical doctor who just went straight into, who decided to just go into uh, puppeteering. Hmm. Yeah, he... he he was pretty much the middle ground between people who are novices and people who are experts. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, we did that project in 2015, and um, as in from Kai, Kai, um, Kai Lawrence, who was in charge of audio, to Onye Ubanatu, who was in charge of video coverage, to as in like it was a fantastic team. Mm. Well, fantastic. Uh, thank you so much, Remy. We've, we've, we've spoken. It's over an hour. O obviously, this is going to be a two-part episode. And if, if, if anyone, if you're listening right now, this is the part two already. <laughs> now, let's, um, we need to... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying you. you. You know, you've talking, you've taken me through the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, the and the 20 okay now we're getting into the 2020s and one of the biggest things that or no i shouldn't say it that way but of, of all the things that you have been doing the most socially related or relatable one is the voice acting africa and that's a platform that i believe you started last year and before that Seth, i discovered you on um on a podcast in a way you share your experience in voice directing you know so talk, tell us a bit about voice acting africa and then we just bring it to a close okay uh first of all, you have to be kind to me which podcast was it that you first heard me on yeah you have a podcast you have the remulus my podcast um west africa's first voice director see uh please just forgive me i i yeah. learned um i learned it 
I learned a long time ago that um, if I do something, I don't let it sit in my head. I just keep my focus on something else. Yeah, so, uh, so apologies. I was not trying to form fake big guy. I really, I, I just put so much out there. I, I, I find it difficult to track. I don't bother tracking. I just so when people reference, I just ask, you know, just to be sure. Okay, okay, okay. That's where it came from. So yeah, um, voice acting Africa. Voice acting Africa is a passion project for me. Um, it's very personal because. Believe it or not, when I voice direct, I remember my very first time voice in voiceover work. I remember how I had to suppress and suffocate my talents, you know, that my natural energy, hmm. because it made the uncomfortable. He didn't know what to do with it, you know. And the only reason, yeah. and it, and it's not as if that the way the way i bubbled through was new it's something that mm. had, we had all seen in animation we had seen in so many other things but there was no it didn't fit the format that was popular you okay. understand so i that, yeah yeah so so the thing for me i remember i remember those times i remember those moments and um i remember having to work my way back through to all of those parts of myself I had to drop for voiceover when I went into voice acting. And I started to ask myself, how many other kids, how many other young people are experiencing this thing right now in Africa? That person that, you know, does the voices, has interesting, you know, takes on, whether it's Superman versus Batman. Yeah. And, and, and people, people, use the arresting bitch face to greet that talent. I'm like, no, 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 no. See, no. I reached here because of a reason bigger than me. So um, it was near the end of the pandemic, uh, when the pandemic was, was teetering off. Though we didn't know it at that time. We just knew that things were opening up and things were a lot easier. I started this voice acting in Africa. I said, look, wherever you are, come. Wherever you come, this safe <laughs> space. Nobody's going to tell you, oh my God, they are too loud. Oh my God, they are too. Nobody's going to tell you, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Just come. Say, ah, you know, I don't really understand how. Don't worry. Come and ask your questions. You know, I don't know what I can do with this. Don't worry. We'll find a way. Hmm. We'll find something bigger. As in, like, they think, they think the reason why I even call it voice acting Africa. It's not something that's tied to Africa as a geographical location. It's tied to Africa as a cultural expression. So whether you are whether you are African African in quotes, or you are African, like say uh, Latino African, whether you're from the Caribbeans, whether you're from, it doesn't matter where you are from, so long as you have. African roots, believe it, believe me, the African culture lives in you. Mm -hmm. You can, you will enter, you will enter Africa. You will see where that thing that your auntie used to do comes from. You will see it. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about it with those people, it, it, you, you would have connected. It will make so much sense. You can then build relationships from that. You will find it. 
And that for me, I was like, as a CN, let me give you three things that will bust your brain on this matter. Plantain, dodo. Yeah. Dodo. Oh, wow. Mangoes. You will be surprised how much you have in connection with people from Haiti, the Dominican Republic, as in like, we are connected. Hmm. The people that we took from the people that it took from here into those places didn't just dis Africa did not disappear with them. Africa Africa was carried over the oceans with them. Yeah. So their children, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren, all of their descendants have things. They still carry that African culture with them. Hmm. They may wish it was more detailed, but believe me, I believe that they have more than enough. Uh, see, Jay-Z, mm -hmm. Jay-Z is the ultimate Igbo man. <laughs> He's the ultimate Igbo man. Look, I know that I am not fine, but I married the most beautiful maiden in the land. <laughs> so, that is a dope businessman. Oh, see, and you know he's much older than her again. As in the, the Igbo trope. So see when people like African culture, don't don't so anyway, back yeah. to voice acting Africa. Yeah. Um I want I want my, my, my aim is to create a space for people who want to do go into voice acting and are doubtful about where their heritage comes into play. And let them know that your your heritage has a space, it has it has its uh, it has its value. Let us experience its value here. This this space is for you to experience that value. Here. No, that's that's the driving that's the driving force behind that's voice acts in Africa. And so for over a year, and um, I'm not sure it's up to two years now, but voice Af voice acts in Africa is has been on Telegram. I've been a part of it as well, or I am a part of it actually. So you have the opportunity right now. It's an open call anyway. Uh, for the sake of those who are willing or who will be willing to join Voice Acts in Africa, how can they be a part of Voice Acts in Africa? And um, when do Voice Acts in Africa meet um, on Clubhouse or Telegram? All right. So um, you can find us on Instagram um, at Voice Acting Africa. As in like, yeah, you, yes, you will find us there. You, you will find us there. You will find us there. And um, you can you can meet us up meet up with us on Clubhouse on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, now on on um, on on Instagram, you will come across our our bio. In the bio, you come across our Clubhouse room, a link to our Clubhouse rooms. Um, and you know, please, you know, um, when you come in, please come in there with an open. You know, open heart. Just be open. Just be open. <laughs> yeah. There's no. You are, there's nothing. You have nothing left to prove. Just, just mm -hmm. you know, just enjoy. Just enjoy your. Enjoy the, and connect. You know. Um. If you have at Telegram during the meetings, we would we always share the Telegram link to whoever asks for it. It there on Telegram link, you can then meet with the community. Um. No, don't worry, don't worry. It's not one of those, it's not our parents or uncle or aunties, WhatsApp. <laughs> that'll be but we whatever questions you have, things that you're curious about, you will find us there. All right. We don't 
we don't beat each other. There's no controversy. We we're, we're pretty much a family from Australia to New York to the Caribbean to as like, yeah, we are we are equally represent Canada. Don't worry, doesn't matter how far we are from. Don't just come in, just come in. You're fine. <laughs> you're welcome. Wow, thank you so much, Remy. It's uh, been a pleasure hosting you here. Um, if you have any final words, this will be the right time to say so. And how can people connect with you as well for voice acting, voice directing, or just voiceover jobs? All right, so uh, you can find me on Instagram at Olutumai Remy, or you can find me on, yeah, it was the earlier Twitter at Remy Olutumai. But essentially, I'll just say this. Uh, you can do a Google search on my name, and you, you'll be able to track me down. I'm not hidden. I'm not stolen anybody's money. But I would say this, that um, for me, I bring 20 years of experience to the fore, not to raise mm -hmm. myself up. I'm not, that's not what I'm interested in. What, I'm, what my interest has always been in is that project that just works well mm. all the moving parts work well area success is not an accident people uh, one thing i like to clarify for people especially people in animation and things like that your graphics your graphics are 30 percent of the storytelling mm. if people hear your character and they don't believe your character you can't buy into what your character is saying or how the character is saying it it's, this is not something for you to debate. Go and meet, go and debate with Francis Ford Coppola. He's the one that made the, and he's in film. He's the one that made the point. Hmm. He said, "Look, the the audio, the audio. That's that's about sixty to seventy percent of the cinematic experience. Hmm. So that that is that is that it is that burning passion for me. That's where my passion comes from. That that story is told in a way." that people would listen and buy into it. It didn't take you any effort in quotes, aside from just clicking, clicking play, to connect with the characters on area. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not because you're not educated. That's not because you're not exposed. That's not because, ah, you know, you're not really seen quality cartoons before. Hey! <laughs> Our best oh, wow. And I let them understand. I let whoever it is that's listening to understand that um, the house is fantastic, but if the foundation is not on point, it's not safe. Mm. The voice acting is what makes it safe. Mm. You can have a little in your head about this is the way it's supposed to sound. No, no, no. No, I, I, I've been a storyteller for over 40 years. It's not that I know mm. better than you. No. No. It, it may be your story, but you are not your audience. I'm thinking mm. for your audience. I'm not thinking for your ego. I'm not thinking for your ego. I'm not thinking for how all my friends say. No, no. I'm thinking for the audience. How are they going to receive this thing? And they receive it. They, they, I'm, I'm, as in, I'm yet to get any complaints about my work. I've been doing this thing like, like a long time. Nobody has come to me. Oh my goodness, this thing is and it's very fake. It's never. It has not happened. It hasn't happened yet. Mm. You know, and for me, I I don't put that to. Oh my goodness, my skill. No. See, eh? 
I am restless. I am so very restless. If I don't get that performance that I can hear in, in the voice actors. Even right now as we speak, I'm not sure if I've told you this before, but uh, part of what part of what my comes with my autism, my Asperger's autism superpower, is that I'm voice casting people all the time. Mm. So even right now, even as we've been speaking, you have no idea where I've been casting you. For. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm, I'm awesome. Serious. Awesome. Awesome. So you know that's that's wow. how deep runs, and people just think, ah, you know, my conversational voice is not. Look, there's a place for it. When it enters the right context, uh, it will be gold. Hmm. Let me thank you for this. You know, you allowed an old man to come and talk for a very long time. I I remember nineteen eighty five when when you went on me and because you had malaria. Oh my god. Meat. And make you eat it. He's he's sweeter than disgusting. He's sweet. You know, poverty makes everything sweet. Hunger makes everything edible. So you know <laughs> that's how you come again. Yeah. So you know, thanks, <laughs> thanks. No, I should thank you. I really should be the one thanking you so much for for your time. Um, and for the record, this is the second time I'm doing this. I remember the first time it didn't work well. I mean, uh, after after a whole session as long as this, it ended up not recording, um, uh, of which I thought it was. So I'm, I'm glad we're able to pull this through the second time. That's Thank you so much, Remy. And I hope we can do this another time, probably on a different subject. We'll talk voice directing. Oh, I would Great love, pleasure. I would. I would really love that. As in, I have so many mm. stories over the last uh, 12 years. Yeah, so many stories. So many stories. Wow. So many stories. Awesome. All right. All right, Remy. Um, we'll do this another time. And till then, I say uh, keep voicing. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, leave a comment, and tell someone about it. Follow the podcast on everything videos on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode.